0: Welcome to the Candidate Experience Talks, a 15-minute deep dive where we explore real-life candidate experience tactics through honest talks with experts in recruitment and talent acquisition. With me, Sima Sankel, let let's go! Located right in the middle of the Berlin tech mecca, Anna Wescher has built up the candidate experience from scratch at online travel booking platform Get Your guide and is now doing the same at hyper-growth fintech startup SumUp. She knows what it takes to build great candidate experiences and implement the mindset throughout the whole organizations. And today, she'll guide you through her best practices to get you started building a better candidate experience. Hello, Anna, and uh, welcome to this candidate experience talks—the very first episode. Welcome.
1: Thanks. Thank you. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, so great to have you. And this will be a uh, candidate experience talk about starting to work with candidate experience, which you have done not only once but two times at Get to Guide and SumUp.
1: Yeah, definitely. That's interesting topic.
0: Yeah, I know it's uh, both uh, yours and my favorite topic, so uh, (laughs) I'll start with a question. You joined uh, SumUp five months ago, Uh, and why is candidate experience important for for SumUp?
1: Um, I think it's super important because the company is going through hyper growth um so we're hiring lots of people across multiple locations and um we're hiring a lot in Berlin, for example, and Berlin is a very competitive market because um it's a tech capital of the of Europe you know a lot of people want to move here, so we have to fight for talent right so if you're a good engineer if you're a good product manager designer. Even if you're a good recruiter, um, any other role, you probably have multiple offers from really great companies. So, of course, we want to uh, make sure that our process was so great that they want to choose us and this is why it's super important yeah
0: i when the pandemic came it was like everyone said that oh candidate experience is maybe not that important now because there are so many people out there but like a few months later when they got turned down by some of them they said like oh we might want to rethink the candidate experience because we also want the people to pick us
1: yeah definitely and because it's it, it kind of it's it's easier to hire now in a way that there are so many so much technology, so you don't have to go to the interview anymore. You can just connect from anywhere in the world, which means we can hire from literally any country in the world.
0: So, you, so you, you said that uh, SumUp is in hyper growth. Are there any uh, uh, like candidate experience specific uh, challenges with hyper growth?
1: I think it's just the volume of candidates is really, really high. So uh, we have a lot of candidates. We have a lot of positions open. And of course, there are challenges coming with that. So sometimes we might not be super quick or maybe we don't get back to everyone. And um, those are the main challenges, I would say.
0: Mm -hmm. So you need to educate a lot uh, around some subjects and you're getting back to candidates. Like communication is one of the core topics on candidate experience. So did you take any actions during these first five months at SumUp?
1: I mean, the first thing I did is I um, downloaded all the data from a candidate survey and I looked at the data uh, for the whole 2020. So I tried to look, um, what are the trends? What are the candidates saying about sum up, you know, and I made a report and I presented it to the team and I said, okay, um, this is where we're doing great. This is where we can improve. And based on this report, I was trying to prioritize some of my projects. Um, So I started working closely with candidate experience coordinators. Uh, to make sure that they are aligned and they provide the same level of service to all candidates. Um, I started to look at our content. Um, So any candidate facing content, for example, email templates and um, any other communication um, I was trying to review. And uh, there's going to be more exciting projects coming with our uh, content team. So that we can set up, for example, a tone of voice um, to make sure that candidates understand our content, but it's also kind of nice and you know clear. Um, so those are those are the first steps. But the anal- the analyzing of the reports it already took quite some time because it's a lot of data you know and it's also different depending on where you look at right so for example in engineering teams this data looks like this and in sales team the data looks a bit different right so there is a lot of um, analysis
0: yeah did you also set goals related to communication or other areas um
1: we didn't, I didn't specifically set any goals yet, uh, because we're also in the process of um, changing candidate surveys. So we will see, we just need a, bit, a little bit more data to understand where we are, and then we want to set some goals. In your first analysis,
0: what, would, uh, what was the, uh, the core uh, main areas you needed to focus on?
1: Uh, Probably it's giving feedback. So as I said before, we have so many candidates and sometimes it's hard to track everything and it's hard to give personalized feedback to everyone. So I hope candidates can understand this, but still we can get better in giving feedback and um, giving more personal feedback. So then when candidates leave the process, they can learn something.
0: What are the first... uh actions or recommendations uh, that you made to the team about communique- communicating and, and reactions and feedback mm, to candidates?
1: I would say, I just said that in general, we need to, it's better to over communicate rather than no communication at all. So even if you feel like there is no, you don't have any new update for the candidate, it's still better to send that update and said, okay, there is no update. We're sorry. Because then it kind of relieves this anxiety from candidates, you know? So those are the recommendations I always give that try to explain every step of the process, try to give as much information as possible, you know, and try to be as personal as possible let's go in
0: another direction. Uh, Let's not talk so much about the sum up. Would you recommend any organization to to start working with candidate experience like privately held governmental recruitment agencies?
1: Yeah, definitely. I think that everyone needs to at least be mindful about candidate experience, okay? We're not talking about some um, sophisticated strategy, right? It's just like at least be mindful about candidate experience and the fact that the candidates, they also interview you. It's not only you interview them, they interview you, right? And during the process, they constantly think, okay, do I want to work in this company? You know, like, is is it the place for me? So no matter where you're hiring, if it's a governmental institution or agency or anything else, you should be mindful of that if you want to have, um, if you want to win, the the battle over talents right if you want to attract good people you need to think about it
0: and uh, also one question maybe a bit related to communication but core tasks like scheduling interviews and communications to candidates what are your take here should every hiring manager or the one responsible for the recruitment process should they always be the one uh, communicating and scheduling interviews or could that also be centralized in some way What's your take on this?
1: I think that scheduling is a major part of recruiting process and it should not be underestimated. So it's super, super important. And I would strongly advise to maybe hire a coordinator or um, maybe get some tools that help recruiters to schedule. Um, I don't think that hiring managers should be the ones doing this. Hiring managers should be focusing on interviewing, um, you know, creating like, Um, competency list and thinking, okay, I need to hire this person, right? But they don't need to do the administrative part of the tasks. This should be on the recruiting team. And, um, if you have a, a opportunity to hire a coordinator, I would strongly recommend this because um, coordinators, they are very organized. Um, they like this job, so uh, they can be scheduling and they can also provide great candidate experience, right? So they can make the process smooth and they can communicate and they can take this part. Um, uh, you know, they, they, they can be the one who take care of this rather than recruiters or hiring managers.
0: I understand. And uh, as you said, uh, your first uh, task at SumUp was to analyze the feedback you've gotten and and, uh, make some kind of uh, suggestions on how to move forward. Uh, Did you in any way use a strategy to kind of map the candidate journey and look at some uh, specific steps in there or... Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, so I was just um when I started I was trying to understand what is the candidate journey at SumUp how does it look like right so I started by talking to many different people to recruiting leads to recruiters some hiring managers to understand what are the touch points that candidates have with SumUp and who are the people that are involved in this um hiring process and also do they know what to do and once I understood what is the process then I could also narrow down what are the um areas that we need to work on right so for example if you're a hiring manager and if you're interviewing a lot do you know how to represent your culture and how to represent your company you know do you know how to use the ATS so all those kind of things they need to be taken into consideration
0: so a good first thing would be to map the candidate journey Uh, that would help a lot you would say
1: I think it's a number one step, probably. You need to map every single touch point that candidates have with your uh, company. You need to um, have a list of people who participate in the hiring process on every touch point, and what are their responsibilities and what do they do. And once you have this, um, it can be... There are tools out there that can, that can help you create this journey or you can use even simple document or a PowerPoint, um, you know, and once you have this like visually in front of you, then you can understand, okay, what are the touch points that we need to focus on to make sure that candidate experience is great and also consistent.
0: Since I know like one of the main goals for Sumup is to grow and you're in hyper growth as well. So I guess uh, finding the right people and winning the war for talent is important as you as you've already mentioned. So uh, for those that struggle to start, can we just stick to that subject a bit? For those that struggle to start, what would you recommend then?
1: I would say if you struggle, maybe think about um, companies out there that do that do something really great when it comes to recruiting, right? Maybe you were a candidate yourself. Maybe your friends went through the, some amazing process. Ask them and think about it. Okay, what was so great about this process? Or you can do the other way around. You can think, okay, what was the most terrible recruiting process in my life, and kind of try not to do this,
0: right? And don't and don't do <laughs> exactly that. just yeah. don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. So you should learn from the best and from the worst, I guess.
1: Exactly. It's a, it's a good combination. And, you know, we're like in the area of, uh, uh, we're in a world of <clears throat> social media, you know, so I'm sure there are some horror stories out there on Glassdoor, but they're also good stories. So maybe try to look at Glassdoor and like look at your network and maybe you can connect with some recruiting operations specialist in different companies and ask them, what do they do to make the process so great?
0: Would you also say that, at summ up, one part of your role is to establish candidate experience as part of your company culture?
1: Yeah, I think this was kind of like part of my role, maybe to make it part of, the, uh, part of our culture. Because I think that our culture is really great in sum up. And we, we really want to represent it during the hiring process, right? So we kind of want to put it together, our culture and candidate experience. So then every candidate who goes through the process, they can feel this great culture. And they're like, okay, I really want to work for this company. So that's, that's the goal.
0: Uh, We're getting close to the end and I'll wrap this up with three quick questions to you, Anna. So what is your favorite HR tool?
1: Well, I'm a bit biased, but I really like Greenhouse because I used Greenhouse for a really long time and it's a really great ATS. And I like it because you can automate a lot of things and you can make life easier for coordinators and for recruiters by, you know, tracking all your candidates and automation and ultimately you can provide better candidate experience. And I also like um, TalentWall. So TalentWall, it's the um, analytical tool that you can connect to Greenhouse And it shows all the data from Greenhouse and like nice graphs and visualization. So those two tools are really cool.
0: So what's your favorite HR metric, you would say?
1: Um, So there are two of them. One, I think it's um, interview to offer ratio which kind of shows how many interviews do you need to schedule to make an offer. And it's a very like eye-opening metric. So if you see there's like, you, you keep scheduling and you keep interviewing people, but there's no offer. Maybe something is broken in your process. So you can sit down with the team and realign. And the second metric is days to offer. So how many days on average your candidates spend between application and offer. and This is where you can see how fast is your process and how efficient it is because the faster it is the better the candidate experience is
0: nice and what what would you say is your favorite book or content on uh, candidate's experience?
1: Um, I really like um, recruiting BrainFoot newsletter by Han Li. So uh, it's very, it's not only about candidate experience, of course. Yeah, it's in general about uh, recruiting and uh, people. Um, it's very interesting, but they, of course, they have specific articles for about candidate experience. So that's great. And I also really like the book, the storytelling by, uh, storytelling with data. Um, it's just a book about like how to make your data digestible and how to tell a story with your data, which I think it's very important in candidate experience because you need to collaborate with people who are not really maybe involved so much in recruiting. So you need to explain them why is it important and what do your candidates say about you? So if you can, you know, tell a story with data, if you can present it in a nice way, I think it's, it can be very successful.
0: Thanks, Anna. So uh, it's been nice having you. uh, Focus chat about uh, starting to work with uh, candidate experience. And I hope the listeners has uh, learned something. I hope so, too. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for, for joining us here and have a nice day.
1: Yeah. Thank you. Bye.
0: Bye, Anna. Thank you for listening. If you liked it, join our Candidate Experience Talks community on LinkedIn, where we share exclusive guest content, discussions, and full video episodes of the show. Search for Candidate Experience Talks on LinkedIn, and you'll find the community. Don't forget to subscribe in your podcast app. Until next time, take care and turn those candidates into promoters.